Have you ever said or have you heard someone else say that their diagnosis or their disease is not their fault? Today, we are going to answer the question, is anyone or anything really at fault for those health challenges and why or why not? The answer is powerful. It involves a stop sign and some zombies, and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness, because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for being here and to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. It's pretty much every single day that I see someone on Instagram say that their disease was not their fault. And I also see this message getting evangelized to others. I have mixed feelings about this. And this is why I wanted to dedicate this podcast episode to this message. Because I think there's a lot more to think about than those four superficial words. It's not your fault. You may agree with what I have to say. You may disagree. You may feel some resistance or even be a little triggered or a little bit of all of the above, and that's okay. I'm sharing my perspective from my own personal experience, so I encourage you to keep an open mind, and I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So hit me up on Instagram and let me know what you think. Okay, so let's break this down. And if you're new around here, I want to take a minute to share my story because I think it's going to help to put everything into perspective. In 2010, I was diagnosed with breast cancer on my 39th birthday. If you want the entire backstory, you can listen to episode 27, my breast cancer story. Now, prior to getting diagnosed, I was healthy, or at least what I thought was healthy. I raced in Xterra triathlons, which are those off-road mountain bike triathlons, and I was a competitive mountain bike racer. I was not able to comprehend how someone like me, and I say that in quotes, could get breast cancer on my 39th birthday, no less. At one of the initial appointments, the doctor put her hand on my knee and she said gently, lightning struck. I needed to hear that because how could something like this happen? Fast forward one year later, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune disease. And if you want to hear the entire backstory on this one, Listen to episode 33, my journey with autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's, and chronic fatigue. Fast forward yet again in 2017, my health hit such a rock bottom that I was forced to resign from my dream job. The fatigue was so bad, I could barely get out of bed. I was miserable. I had given up. My doctors had failed me. I felt like my body had betrayed me. I felt like this is the best that life will ever be. And I had a decision to make. I could accept that this is my new normal, that these were the cards that were dealt to me. I could believe this narrative. Or 
I could change it. But to change it, something had to happen first. This is a pretty radical idea. One that might seem a little out there. And one that was definitely a tough pill to swallow. I decided to take personal responsibility for the dumpster fire that my health and my life had become. All right, let's put a pin in that. We're going to come back to this in a few minutes. So back to those four words. It's not my fault. There's many definitions of the word fault. So let's focus on the ones that make sense for this situation. And that is responsibility for wrongdoing or failure. Now, what's the difference between blame and responsibility? Blame is to hold responsible for a fault or a wrongdoing. And responsible is the ability to answer for one's conduct involving accountability. And two more definitions include to have an obligation for one's role and being the primary cause of an event or action. Okay, thank you, Merriam-Webster, for putting all of the words and the different definitions in the same definition. (laughs) All right, so let's unpack this some more. And let's just step away from disease state and health challenges for a minute. And I want you to think about this. Let's say that you're driving and you don't stop at a stop sign. You just blow through it. And then you hear the sirens. You get pulled over. And then you say to the police officer, it wasn't my fault. So why wasn't it your fault? Is it because you didn't see the stop sign? Or maybe you saw it, but you checked and there wasn't anyone around. So no harm, no foul. Maybe you were running late. Maybe you just consumed a six-pack of beer and were driving under the influence. Maybe it's the zombie apocalypse and you're just trying to stay safe. Maybe your brakes went out. So who or what is at fault? And is it really your fault? Well, obviously it depends on a lot of different factors, doesn't it? There's many different factors that go into creating a disease state in your body, regardless of that diagnosis. Genetics might be a part of it, or maybe it's the result of some kind of accident beyond your control. But more often than not, it's accumulation of lifestyle factors that increase this risk. Things like eating lots of sugar or processed foods, being surrounded by environmental toxins, working in a high-stress job, or having some kind of situation that's constantly high-stress, not getting good quality sleep, not getting enough daily movement. And then add in factors such as viruses and heavy metals and mold toxicity and parasites. And then there's emotional factors such as trauma or adverse childhood events and so on and so on. And then over the years, all of these factors, they just blend into the perfect storm of creating a disease state in your body. So let's go back to my story. Yes, it was comforting when the doctor said that lightning struck. But looking back at this years later, I knew that it wasn't random. In fact, it was one of the worst things that a doctor could have said to me. Because now this tells me that I have zero fault in this diagnosis. And zero fault to me anyway equals zero responsibility to my health going forward. If it's not my fault and I wasn't to blame, that means there's nothing I can do about it. So that's how I felt. Now, years later, when I was finally able to connect the dots, I looked back at my life and my lifestyle prior to getting sick. 
Yes, I may have been quote unquote healthy because I was a competitive athlete, but I was also a sugarholic, including drinking six cans of Coca-Cola a day and thinking that a bag of M&Ms was a decent lunch. I mean, peanut, of course, because, you know, protein. I used traditional home cleaners and beauty products that were full of toxins and chemicals. I sprayed my home with pesticides for pests. My lifestyle was always being amped up with stress, like I was an adrenaline junkie. I lived in an agrarian society for 30 years, near farms and fields where pesticides were sprayed. I was bullied as a child. I had EBV in my early 20s, and there's plenty more. There's not one specific factor that caused the disease state to form in my body. But what the doctors don't tell you, and again, regardless of the diagnosis, is that if all of these factors can create this disease state in your body, your body has now created an environment for that disease to thrive. And this means that unless you address the root cause, your body's going to continue to be a great host to the disease. You may or may not be at fault. And again, 9.9 times out of 10, it's impossible to pinpoint exactly what caused the disease state because it's so many different factors combined. So the first question I have is, if you're telling yourself that it's not your fault, do you also feel that because getting sick was not your fault, Do you also believe that it doesn't matter what you do because your health is not your responsibility? And an even bigger question is this. If you see maybe online that someone's telling others that it's not their fault, that they have a certain diagnosis, and I'm sure when they say it, it's with good intentions and from a place of love and compassion, from a place of you're not alone. But here's the thing. Do you believe that this person knows the other person's history or their karma, their path in life? Do you know what caused their disease state? They might be well-meaning and have pure intentions to help make others feel good, but in doing so, they're potentially taking away someone's truth. And if you are living in a state of it's not my fault, or you're seeing that sentiment shared with others, then it's difficult to make that shift to now become responsible for your health if you don't view yourself at fault. So we can argue all day long who or what is at fault or to blame, and we are never going to get an answer. But here's the thing. Fault and blame, the way I see it, they actually don't matter. The only thing that matters is your responsibility going forward. Let's go back to driving through that stop sign. Regardless of whether you were at fault, regardless of whether you got a ticket or not, what happens now? What happens the next time you come up to a stop sign? And what happens for probably months, even years later, every single time you're at a stop sign, you're probably going to come to a full and complete stop, right? Probably. Well, maybe unless the zombies are chasing you. So it doesn't always have to be about fault and it doesn't always have to be about blame. But if you ever want to see progress on your healing journey, it does have to be about responsibility. Responsibility is your ability to respond to your situation and responsibility to make the situation better, regardless of how it came to be. There were four very distinct times in my life throughout the last 25 years when I believed that the difficult situation I was going through was not my fault. I placed blame on everyone and everything around me, and I was miserable because of it. 
And it wasn't until I got up the courage to raise my hand, to take responsibility for each situation that things started to change for the better. Each and every time, I was scared. I didn't believe in myself, and I wasn't sure if I had what it takes to make those positive changes. But I committed to responsibility. And when I did, as the old proverb says, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And each and every time, within days, my teacher appeared. And the teacher was different each of the four times. But every single time, I kept the faith. And I stayed brave. And I took baby steps. And over time, those baby steps turned into giant leaps. And those small changes turned into epic growth that defies logic. I hope this episode ruffled some feathers because sometimes that's what it takes to get out of the rut and stop and say, hey, wait a minute, am I really okay with this? Or do I want something better for my life? And if you're in that same place where you're ready to make some changes, and if you're willing to raise your hand, and say, I am ready to do what it takes, but I'm gonna need some help to get me there. Then it's time to chat and see if one-on-one coaching is the right fit for you. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. If any of what I said today resonates with you, if you wanna find out how much gratitude and grit that you have, be sure to take the quiz, and you can find that at pinkfortitude.com slash quiz, and the link is in the show notes. And when you take the quiz, you'll receive personalized gratitude and mindset resources to get you started to reverse the cycle of disease and take control of your health and your life. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you, and I'll see you next week. Can we have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls? Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media. And then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because This is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself. But you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience, and it's specifically for you. 
the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.